welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. And let's enter the service. We worship you, Lord. We ask your presence in this place, Lord. In the Amen. In a kutubu, miso me kutubu, na me bo udina. to your people in Jesus name Amen give the Lord a clap offering so we are dealing with the culture of showing brotherly love we have looked at a lot of topics around this and uh, I'm going to start today's teaching with three examples in the Bible that is worth noting and worth emulating and then I will enter into the characteristics of brotherly love I will do one of it and in the word in past service I will do the second so the first example that we need to see about brotherly love 
You see, you need to know that there are examples so that we will know that it is possible for you to walk in brotherly love. The first example we are looking at is the example Barnabas. Barnabas. The example in Barnabas. The example in Barnabas. There was a man called Barnabas in the Bible. Who has heard of his name before? Barnabas. Barnabas. Let's look at Acts chapter 4, verse 34 to 37. The ESV version of the Bible or NLT. Any of them is good. There was, a, there was not a needy person among them for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. So, the first verse is making us to know that there was a certain practice in the church that people were selling their properties and bringing the money to the church. Verse 35. And laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus, Joseph, so out of the many, the Bible decided to pick one man out so that we will know that human beings or children of God in the house of God can walk in brotherly love without restriction, without looking awkward. And I'm praying that this message will be with you for the rest of your Christian walk. That as you are a believer, you must practice the culture of brotherly love, showing it. He said, that's Joseph, who was also called by the apostles, Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. Everybody who works in brotherly love is a son or a daughter of encouragement. He's a friend of encouragement. He's, he's a brother of encouragement. We have too many people in church who are sons of discouragement. They don't encourage anything in our lives. But the Bible calls Barnabas a son of encouragement. They, he was called Joseph, okay, but the things he was doing, you know, they had to nickname him Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. A Levite and a native of Cyprus sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the feet of the apostles. And we saw in the first verse I read, 34, that there were many people in the church who were practicing this. It was not a new thing. It was not just a single man doing it. It was something that was common amongst the people of God. The church, in the early days or the early church, understood this principle or this culture so much that it was used to identify the church. If you say you are a Christian, this is what they use to identify you. The show of brotherly love. Barnabas, they did this because of devotion and affection for his brothers and sisters. As a Christian, you must have a devotion and an affection towards another believer. As a church member, you must have a devotion and an affection towards another church member. 
That is the spirit of Christ that exists amongst his people. Anytime you are walking in jealousy, anytime you are walking in envy, anytime you are walking in hatred towards another Christian, I will show you, maybe it will be in the second service, that you are a child of the devil and not a child of God, no matter your title. It has become too common. The church has been polluted. So much envy, so much jealousy, so much competition because the spirit of brotherly love has gradually been replaced with competition. Because when people are sharing their testimony, instead of it provoking an awesome presence of God and a, a, a love for the greatness of God's power, is rather generating competition. It is rather generating, generating competition. Somebody marries a rich man. You two are dying to marry a rich man. Somebody did this um, 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 naming ceremony in, in a splash way. You two are trying to do it in a splasher way. The testimony of people must draw us into the love of God and not to drive us into competition. This one wants to drive the best car. This one wants to live in the this. And, and we share the testimony in a way to provoke our brothers and sisters. But in the early church, what was driving the movement of Christ is brotherly love and not competition. To Barnabas, no, there was another couple that sold their land, Ananias and Sapphira. So selling your land is, 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 is good, but it didn't mean so much until there was the, the smoke or the fire of brotherly love in your action. They sold it, kept part for themselves, and brought the rest as a show that they too, they are amongst those who are sacrificing for the Lord. But in their action was the spirit of competition. My sister, my brother, don't ever walk in competition in the kingdom. You will be the least amongst the brethren. The second example, because of time, is Onesiphorus. It's not a common name you want to name your child with. The brotherly love causes you to lose affection for material things. To lose grip on your own personal things. The world, the worldly people who love mundane things, they do all that they want to do. I have a testimony to share about their sister. She was kidnapped. And because, it's a long story, so I will not try to share it now. Because my time will, will beat me. She was kidnapped. And one of the kidnappers said, we cannot do this to you. We cannot. And do you know why they were kidnapped? They kidnapped there? I'm not talking about their sister in Nigeria. <laughs> I'll share the testimony. Don't worry. He said, the Malam have sent them. And if they send her, it is 40,000. That is the way the man, the, the well thinks. 
Everything they do is money. Everything they do, they must have material gains. Are you becoming like the world? Or you are becoming like Christ? Because the seed of Christ is in you. When Nisiphorus, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 to 18. It's not a nice message, I know, but you endure it. GNT version, quickly. You know that everyone in the province, you see, this man, everyone forsook Paul in his need time. Brotherly love will let you remember your brother in time of need and suffering. So, you know that everyone in the province of Asia, including Phygelus and Hermogenes, has deserted me. Apostle Paul is speaking to the church that Timothy pastors. May the Lord show mercy to the family of who? Onesiphorus. There are prayers that follow brothers who walk in brotherly love. Apostle Paul was pouring out prayer. Oh, pastor, everybody is enjoying the mercy of God. There is a difference. There is a difference. There's a difference when someone who is suffering is held by another brother and that person says, God bless you. There's a difference. That means upon a merit, God should bless you extraordinarily. I pray that you will find, you will discover the secret to longevity and the secret to assessing the blessing of the Lord. We must learn how to secure our harvest in life. And one of the ways is to walk in brotherly love and brotherly kindness. I thought you are clapping. Many Christians don't know how to secure their harvest. We are so ignorant of how to secure our harvest. He said, the Lord showed mercy to the family. Because of one man. The last time we were going to have a pastor's meeting here. And the pastor said, oh, they want to contribute to the lunch. And I said, no, somebody in the church has taken care of your lunch. Any meeting we do here, she says she has taken care of it. There are things you must know as a believer to secure your harvest. Brotherly love. Why would Barnabas go and sell his land and bring money to church? Because of the love for his brothers and sisters in Christ. Because he cheered me up many times. When people had deserted Paul because he was a prisoner, Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus. There was another one called Onesimus. Paul mentioned his name. said, this man labored in prayer for you. You must learn to walk in brotherly love and show brotherly love to because you have great examples in the Bible. The Bible continues to say that he was not ashamed that I am in prison. He was not ashamed. He came when I was, when he was not ashamed of my status. Be careful of people who desert you in your hard times. 
and show up in your glorious times. One of the people you must not offend are people who are in their hard times. Don't add salt to injury. If you cannot minister oil and wine, don't add salt. If you cannot walk in the spirit of the good Samaritan and apply oil and wine, don't add salt to their wound. Because one of the dangerous prayers you don't want to hear is the prayer of a widow. Brotherly love is the spirit that rules in the church and must rule in the church. But as soon as he arrived in Rome, he started looking for me until he found me. Look for the brothers and sisters. When you don't see your brother in church, do you look out for him? Do you call him, brother, I didn't see you. Where have you been? Sister, I didn't see you. Where have you been? For two weeks, where have you been? I was planning to call Auntie Evelyn because I didn't see her two weeks. After this, I would have called her. Because as I'm preaching her, I scan all of you. So you realize that if you don't come to church, two Sundays, you see that pastor's call will be coming. If it doesn't come and your shepherd calls you, it means pastor called your shepherd to check up on you. When Nisiphorus looked out for the apostle, he was an apostle. Okay, so God forbid I... Let's say I was, I've, I've been arrested like Shatawale. I could be bad with me at And I'm in prison. Maybe they say 15 years. I'm there. Can you imagine how it is? Pastor Press in prison? God forbid, like Maku Yadia. And I'm there. And Half of you will criticize me. Maybe more than half. Or I'll go fire some girl where they catch me, where they put me for. Like 80% of you, eh, you will not look for me. This is what Paul is talking about. Though. The man with come ministry gone to this church, that planted, planted churches, built up pastors, raised up pastors. When he became a prisoner, the whole of Asia. When they talk about Asia, it is not the kind of Asia. It was huge. No pastor, no church member remembered him except Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus knew he was a prisoner, but he was not ashamed. May the Lord grant him his mercy on that day. And you know very well how much he did for me. Because of time, I, 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 I had a lot to say, but you see, we, we are in a generation. You see, you, we must be different as Christians. People easily sacrifice friendship on the platform of convenience. Anytime you are taking a decision, think about brotherly love. Don't sacrifice friendship just because of a contract. Don't sacrifice friendship just because of one decision. We easily see that in our day and we don't care. Prioritize friendship. 
over every other thing. Prioritize it. Because it's a friend that will deliver you from danger. God will not come down in a smoke of fire. He will use a man to deliver you. Don't be that kind of brother or sister. Who is in the choir? Who is in the offering? Who is in the church? And does not value friendship. You must value friendship because God will use your friends to always, most at times, once in a while, he'll use your enemy. But most at times, your promotion is in the hands of your friends. I thought you are clapping. Your promotion in life is in the hands of your friends. Once in a while, God will just mesmerize the enemy and use the enemy's works to promote you. But most at times, who is going to connect you to that job? Sometimes another brother has a senior brother who is looking for a wife. That is the brother who says, oh, I have this sister in church. I can put my head on it. Let me link you. And your prayer topic on marriage comes to an end. You're looking for a job. Another brother knows somebody somewhere. He said, bring the CV. Brothers help brothers. Sisters help sisters. Don't be a brother to me. Only when I am in my glorious moment. Don't call yourself a son and a daughter to me. When, when, when I become a big man, a big bishop, that I, 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 I don't need cars. I don't need houses. That is my father. When I am in my manger, Stand with me. So when I get to the top, I will say, this sister, when I was in my manger, she was the one providing gold, frank incense, and man. I thought you are clapping. This example of Jesus. But because of time, I want to deal with one characteristic of brotherly love. One characteristic of brotherly love. Where is my notes? Mercy. <laughs> you swear me. I'm there, pa. Give the Lord a clap, of friend. <laughs> brotherly love. It's a powerful message the church has left. We, 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 these are things that when you are studying the Bible, you must look out for. But now when we are studying the Bible, we are looking for moments that will trigger miracles in our lives. <laughs> we are not looking for scripture. I'm going to show you some scriptures today. First service and second service. Eh? It will humble you. It will let you go back home and long to be a Christian. I have a covenant with God that in the next 10 years, I am producing real Christians in this house. Real Christians. Real Christians. Scriptures you have swept. You don't know any other scripture than the scriptures in the Kings and, and Chronicles and somewhere there, there are breakthroughs. I'm going to show you scriptures that you have always skipped. Because when you are studying the Bible, study the Bible to build 
up yourself, to restructure yourself, to change the way you think. Because immediately you are able to restructure the way you think, you are positioning yourself to become a true son of God and a true daughter of God. The first characteristics, before we look at that, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14. Quickly. Let all your things be done with charity. Message version. And love without stopping. Amplified version. Let everything you do be done in love. True love to God and man as inspired by God's love for us. So the standard by which we love others is that love that God showed towards us. The first characteristic of brotherly kindness, of brotherly love, is that brotherly love is a steady love. S-T-E-A-D-Y. It's a steady love. In the next 10 minutes, I'm on this. It's a steady love. Brotherly love is like the love between a husband and a wife. When they arrested Medica, eh, the wife was there. Many friends were not there. Brotherly love is like that. It's a, it's, it's a covenant love. I will show you. It's, you see, you are you are not just in church. You are in your family. You are not just a church member. You are a family member in your local church. And in the universal church. You practice brotherly love from your local church and then it spills over to every other Christian. It's deeper than you think. And when these things come back to the church, the church will be stronger. The church will be stronger. There will not be loopholes for the enemy to use. When we say steady, it means, let me give you some words for you to understand the word steady. Number one, it is stable. It's a stable love. It is a stable love. Number two, it's a firm love. Firm. Unchanging. Yeah, that is number three. Unchanging. Brotherly love is not romantic love, my people. Romantic love can change. You can be with your wife. You can stay under the roof. And for like three months, you see her like your sister. Once in a while, then something triggers your romance. So those of you who think that you want to marry because of eh, 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 you realize that you marry every time you see your husband like a brother. <laughs> it's firm. It is a secure love. That's why Jesus looked at you and said, you betray me with a kiss. That is why betrayer is painful. Isn't it? That's why betrayer is painful. Because before every betrayer is the existing existence of brotherly love. A firm love. You think that you are secure with your friend. Then all of a sudden, pow! 
with your broken heart. It's a firm love. It's a secure love. It's an immovable love. It's a safe love. It's a dependable love. It's an anchored love. You know what an anchor is? Those who go to sea. It's an anchored love. When the anchor is down, the ship cannot move. Over. It is a cemented love. Cemented. Love. No, you are cemented. No. There are things on the ground here. Gravels, iron rods, sand. They can't move from here to here because it has been cemented. It's unmovable. There are iron bars, pairs running through the building. They can't move because in between them, they have been caught in concrete. This is the kind of love Jesus is talking about. The kind of love which we know in the world is based on feelings and emotions. So if I feel good about you, then I will love you. That is the language of the world. If the situation you presented is good and is tickling to my feelings, then I will show you an expression of love. The kind of love the world talks about is if my wife loves me, I will love her back. If, if, you know, the language of the world is where you are not accepted, don't go. Go where you are celebrated. It's not Christian. You know, Jesus fed 4,000 people. Those people were not even Israelites. They were Gentiles. Go where you are celebrated. Where is, in the, where is it in the Bible? Paul knew by prophecy, by Agabus, that if he goes to Jerusalem, his blood will be shed. He said he's ready. We are talking about gospel, not human philosophies. That is why we are suffering. We have eaten too much human philosophy that it has become normal to us and it has become a cancer in our Christian work. Don't go where you are tolerated. Go where you are celebrated. That language is in the dustbin in heaven. They have no time for it. If God was dealing with us like that, you, he has tolerated you for a long time. He wouldn't have come to you. You. Ah, yeah. Go away. And you, and you, too, you have taken it personal. You have even tattooed it on the heart of your, your the, the tablet of your heart. I will never be where I am. I am not celebrated. And I'll never be where I am. No. Look at you. We are not preaching Nero's message or Herod's message or Hitler's sermon. We are teaching the teachings of Christ. We are not, we, we are not sons of Nero. We are sons of Christ. There are many times I've been called to stand in for someone who has messed up. And we do it so clean that no other person gets to know. And restore the brother back to the faith. This is church. Let's stop inviting the messages of Pharaoh into the church. Go where you are celebrated. You know they can celebrate you and kill you.
we act and we react based on how we feel towards others. If the person doesn't look good, you don't even greet him. I hope ushers don't do that here. If the person doesn't look good, the usher will not direct him. But let the usher, let the man come in wild perfume. Like my own. You will say, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, what a shame. Love must come back to church. You go to places and you see you, the, cost, the client is there but because the client is not looking good. And some of us, we normally go to town not looking wild. I just, if you see me in town, you'll be surprised. I can, yesterday, I walked on the road, on the spin test road somewhere. I was walking and my jeans was low. I was pulling. <laughs> Six minutes more, I'll be done. This is not the kind of love Christ showed us. It's the love of the world. I love you because of this. I love No, 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 no. The love of Christ has no reason why he loved us. Because the Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. What is it about you that should make Christ sacrifice his life for you? He died on the cross because of a purpose. To bring you into the very love of God. To bring you into the place that God can show you mercy. To bring us to the place where we can be called sons and daughters of God. No matter your past. When you step into Christ. You are a newborn child. You have no record against you. That is the power of the death, burial and resurrection of Christ. He did it for you when you had not paid him a penny. So why is it so hard for you to give back to him a tenth of all that he gives to you? What he has done for us is far greater than whatever we can ever give to him. That is brotherly love. Let me give you some scriptures. Then I'm done. Feelings are deceitful. Yes! They are very deceitful. Jeremiah 17, 9. If you want to always feel, you want your pastor to let you feel good before you stay in his church, eh? then he will come and do comedy for you. That's why a lot of these comedian pastors have come. No more, more stressor, no more sad, no more too high life, no more born, no more... I mean, we are, we are not in a comedian theater. The heart of a man is very deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? How can a man kill people and put their parts in fridge? Yes. One time I went to officiate an engagement. I, 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 I officiated it on Saturday. The next Saturday, the guy went to office, um, engage another person. Me, 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 me. Are you here? The heart of a man is very deceitful. So if you are following your feelings to treat people the way you think they should be treated, in the second service, I will tell you that you are a son of the devil and not the son of God. Because your heart 
can lead. Haven't you been, you, haven't your heart misled you before? Be honest. Yeah. You thought you were right, but you were very wrong. Your heart can deceive you. There are people I thought they never loved me, but actually they were the people who loved me. And there are people I thought they loved me. Actually, they were the people who have put that guy in my heart and they are doing my... The heart of a man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Feelings are not the basis for the demonstration of brotherly love. Yes. If you follow your feelings, you will make so many mistakes in life. See, I have met many spiritual people. I've met them, including some of you. When they are celebrating their birthday, they will call you for prayer. Very spiritual people. And there were people I thought were not spiritual. And they shocked me. One said, Pastor, on my birthday, I want to sow a seed into your ministry. I didn't think that that person was spiritual. If you follow your heart, you will misfire every time. You will misfire. Prophet Samuel misfired seven times. He missed it. Oh, this one. Oh, God says, shut up. That is not. The one I'm talking about, he's in the bush. He's the one that when you see, you don't see kinship around him. He's the one I've chosen. Not decorated, but appointed. I prophesy over your life. You may not be decorated to fit a palace, but God, but God has chosen you to use you to confound the mighty and to confound the, the wise in the name of Jesus. Brotherly love does not choose the best time to show love and does not choose the best people to show love. Some of you, you have good report with very rich people and very prominent people. When they make, oh, but your report with the poor is very bad. Because you think that when you do good to the poor, eh, you won't get it back. But the greatest secret in life is to do good to people who cannot pay you back. You know that this person, when I do him good, eh, you never pay back. You will never be able to reward. That is what we do as people of blessing. That is the word called blessing. Why is it a blessing? When God gives you a blessing, you can never pay him back. Have you thought about it? When God gives you a miracle, can you pay him back? You can't. If you are barren and God gives you a child, how, where are you? Which bank can pay God? If bank can pay you, then go to the bank to give you a child. That is what we call a blessing. A blessing is what you do that nobody can pay you back. That is when you call it a blessing. A blessing. The last scripture. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 17. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Church, can we begin to love again? A brother is born for adversity. Oh, that's my brother. That's my brother. Stop using that word if you are not going to practice it. A friend loveth at all times. Every friend of yours must be a brother. A brother is one that is connected to you by blood. Every Christian is connected to you by blood. A 
every church member is connected to you by blood. The blood of Jesus connects all of us together. You're a friend to your neighbor. You're a friend of the pastor. You're a friend of the church. Carry yourself as a friend. A friend loved at all times. All times. Not when I'm doing a party, you come. But when I am in my sackcloth, you don't. There are some people in life, eh, when God is lifting them up and their friends they began life with are not experiencing the same favor, they give them gap. They give them gap. You are, you are, you are not my class. Level don't change. You know they see. Level don't change. When they call, they cut. They block. Because God has lifted you. You are not walking in brotherly love. A friend loved at all times. At all times. At all times. As a wife. As a husband. You must love at all times. And a brother is born. Friends metamorphose into brothers. At the point of adversity. Yes. That is the language. When we were so shrouded in our sins, when we were due for God's punishment, when we deserve eternal condemnation, in that midst of our adversity, Jesus said, no, I'll throw myself down to redeem them from that punishment. That is brotherly love. I pray for you. I pray for you that from today, you will be an epitome. You will be a representation of that brotherly love that Jesus showed us in the name of Jesus. Brotherly love has no preference. It flows. It has no preference. It flows. We have helped. I have helped cocoa sellers before. I have helped people. I don't remember their name after tomorrow. You must, you must walk in brotherly love. In the second service, I'm going to go deeper. That brotherly love is an unselfish compassion. I'll go deeper. Brotherly love is safe. Let me be safe around you. Let your brother be safe around you. Let your sister be safe around you. Don't deny them when they need you most. Be around. Offer prayers. I'm not just talking about giving money. Money is the least help you can give to anyone. Money is the least help. But emotional support, spiritual support, be there for each other. Be there. Let people know that you are there for them. Let the next church member know that you are there for them. When they fall and they come and tell you, don't be BBC. Stand with them. Pray with them. Tell them you were once there. It is possible to live a life of holiness. It is possible to love God. It is possible to have a stable Christian life. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and begin to pray to God that Lord help me. Give me the grace to walk in brotherly love. Give me the grace to walk in brotherly love. We must build each other up. We must encourage each other with love. We must encourage the usher. Encourage the pastor. Encourage the sons of Asaph. Encourage that sister who is going through difficulties. Only in love. 
la bayago la bayanda la basadaba pray the Lord your love that is in my heart let it begin to flow out let it begin to manifest let it begin to show forth let the Christ kind of love even if I will suffer for it Lord Lord let me walk in brotherly love if even I will be stigmatized I will identify with that prisoner I will identify with that struggling brother I will stand with him until he stands at all of us and Jesus told Peter after you have been strengthened strengthen thy brethren may you not become a spiritual superstar may you not become somebody who is acting to be spiritual may you be a true spiritual child of god who helps the others to stand who delivers the others from the mouth of bears and lions who stand with the weak who stands with the needy with the needy who stands with the poor oh rabba if you carry the anointing you will help the poor for god has anointed us to declare the favorable year of the lord to help the brokenhearted to heal the brokenhearted to stand with them that feel rejected and dejected i pray in the name of jesus that the anointing of brotherly love will fall upon this house carries temple be soaked in the oil of brotherly love carries temple be soaked in the oil of brotherly love let this church be an example to others let it be a model to others i prophesy in the name of jesus that our heart will be filled with the sea of love with the oceans of love for one another in the name of jesus Thank you, Jesus. May you remain when they were slapping Jesus, spitting on him, speaking anyhow to him. When he wants to make a move out, he remembered you. He said, no, I am not being celebrated in front of these people, Pontius Pilate and co. I'm not being celebrated. I am being denigrated. But I will still stand because of Lucy, because of Prince, because of John, because of Johanna. I will not leave this place. I pray for you that you will learn the way of Christ better than the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. La, da, 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 da. and tell your neighbor be a Christian give, a, give the Lord another glorious fast clap Amen The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple To connect with us you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.